All right, here we are for part two, man. We're here on the water here in Austin, New York. What's this uh, Shadamuk, body of water called? Uh, it's called Shadamuk Marina, and we're on Launch 5, the Henry Wahlberg. Launch 5 is the boat that we're on yes, today. Yes. We're, we're, this is and great, the, man. the captain is Greg Porteous. Now, the name of this boat is... Henry Wahlberger. Henry Wahlberger. And Henry Wahlberg... Um, Wahlberger? Yes. He was a... Uh, it was, was a, a police, a police officer, officer that was killed in the line, line of duty. That's right. Ninth Precinct. And the launches are named after all of them. They're all to named after cops, yes. um, to memorialize police officers who lost their line, uh, lives in the line of duty. Our guest today, and we had a, f- a phenomenal first He's great. Hour. I knew he, you know, something was funny. <laughs> Mike Carew. I never met him ever. This is the first day Me I neither. met him. But, you know, some cops... You have a, an immediate camaraderie, right? Yeah. And right away yeah. you start busting each other's balls. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's good. You know, he t- took a lot of shit in the first episode. He's going to take more in the second and this, episode. Um, I just wait this... till I start dishing it out. You know, you know I, I took know it easy you on you with your speedo, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just... And, you know, and I got to say, you got a lot because not knowing me and not knowing the, rep- you know, the repercussion uh-huh. I give back to you, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you got to realize, we're the host you gotta of the show. You got to take advantage of it. You take advantage in the beginning before you get your footing. Get bumped, pal. <laughs> he wants on this show. Yeah, yeah. So we're on the launch five, uh, and uh, we're out here in Austin. We have Mike Rue with us, and before um, the the person who owns this boat is a, is a retired state, state trooper, trooper, right? Yes. Greg Porteous, who's uh, the cousin Greg Porteous, of the, the infamous Pat Detective Pat, Pat, Pat Detective Pat. So this family is a police family. Yeah, they hooked us know? up with this and, boat. Uh, this Greg, is... yeah, Greg gave me a call. And this a was your idea, ago. so this was. Well, good. he gave me a call a couple of weeks ago. He was, "How would you like to uh, shoot an episode on the launch?" I said, "We'd love to." I thought he was like, going to be driving us around because, and I said, oh, "We probably wouldn't be able to hear." Mm-hmm. So. We are here sitting in the dock. At the Before he left, Shadow Greg Bucket. started telling us a couple of stories about um, ask, actually rescues that happened out here. And one of them, were you involved in the one that he was no, telling us about? No, I wasn't involved in that one. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, there a lot of similar ones like that, you know. But, but you uh, did propel from helicopters, right? Did, did you? It was to, we used to jump out. What did you just push you out? We used to jump from thirty feet. They just push you right out. Yeah, right? Yeah, oh, he yeah, was exactly. holding on, saying, "I'm not going. I'm not going." That was Sergeant had to kick him out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there was a lot. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but you got the tank on your back when you jumping out from thirty feet. Full gear, mask, fins, everything. And you got to hold on to it like that. So no, you would. What you what you did was you would with one hand you'd lock your chin. And with the other, with the other hand, you'd lock your arm, so you'd do like a sailor jump, locking your head and neck, so you didn't have uh, like a whip or, you, yeah. or you know, a, a pull your arms out, you know. Wow. Mm-hmm. I figure you hold your no. balls. Uh, yeah, that would that would be good too, you know. But uh, that would only be if you had another arm or an octopus. That happened to like me that, when you know? I was at that place in the Bahamas. Somebody they held did your that balls? slide. No, yeah, I should have held my balls. <laughs> I went down that real high slide, and they, they don't tell you cross your legs. Yeah, yeah. I was singing soprano for a few days after yeah. I went on that slide. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So tell us about uh, some of these these rescues, because the rescues are fascinating. Because there's always problems with boats, people. They're falling off their boats. They're uh, crashing their boats. Yeah. So, um, one one that Greg brings up about uh, all time was uh, back, and I think it was like '85 or so. Um, 
There was uh, we got a call uh, Staten Island again. You know, Staten Island was uh, big for uh, you know uh, you know incidents and accidents, and uh, so <laughs> they they know how to use was, the water. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, they actually they don't know how to use the water, so <laughs> that might be more like it. But um, a, uh, a a father took his daughter out for a, a drive. You know, three year old daughter, and they used to drive down by the pier on a pier and look at the Manhattan skyline. Well. They ripped the pier down, and they never put a barrier up. And so he was. It's at night, and it had a slight inclination to go up on a, on a, where the pier was. So his headlights were shining up, not oh, and he couldn't the sky, see. He couldn't yeah, see. he couldn't. There was nothing to reflect off of, and he drove right into the water. Oh, him and him and his uh, three year old daughter. Um, so you know, we uh, we get the call. You know, confirmed occupied car in the water. Uh, we shoot across from Brooklyn. Uh, you know, uh, I'm suiting up on the way over. As soon as we get there, you know, the, the engines haven't even stopped yet, and and uh, and I go right, I go, I go right in the water. You know, we could see, uh, could actually see like lights, uh, you know, reflection of the lights, tail Still lights. On the uh, yeah, and um, you mentioned something earlier about the line, though. So when you say you go right in the water, are you setting up the line? Are you going to use the line? This time, this time, I didn't even, you know, we, there was no setting up the line. Because there was see, no time for that. There right? was no time for that, and there was no. You set up the line because you're doing it with the search pattern. You're going to get lost. Or whatever, but I could actually see the see the car, and um, I think they might even had something, you know, uh, down almost attached to the to the car. Also at the time, I don't remember, but I, I go down and um, I hit the uh, I hit the the driver's side door, and um, the windows open a little bit, and I try reaching in, and I can't I can't feel anything. The door's jammed. I swim over to the other side and I try opening that door, and that that door is uh, jammed, locked, or whatever it is. So I come back over to the driver's side where the windows open a little bit, and I'm thinking, you know, uh, maybe I'll take my tank off, I'll go in or whatever. And and uh, it, the, the window wasn't open as much as I thought it was. Right. So, but I could see it was like kind of loose, you know, it was open, but I couldn't open it, and I just says, ah, oh, you know. Some, if you had one of those tools that break the window would that work underwater uh, what what does work is the uh, center punches and yeah, that's or, what I meant, yeah, yeah. um it, it does shatter shatter some of the windows and then also uh on a um on a hard frame door if the window's closed you, you put you know you wedge the knife in between the window and the and the, uh, the, and the door jam and the frame uh -huh. and just pry it a little bit it shatters it too but it didn't do it with those other windows that had no frame right, right. you know that that didn't work but uh um, what I, what I did do is I just grabbed the door handle and um, put my feet up against the uh, the car and I and I and I forced the door open and what what it was the uh, the door was up against a uh, piling underwater and um, I wound up you know luckily getting the door open going in swimming in getting the girl uh, pulling her how, out how much time had expired by the time you dove and the time the car went into the water it, it, it's it's probably over an hour. Oof. Originally, they were talking like 40 minutes or so, but yeah. when we do the, you know, when we went back and looked at the time frame and everything, it was probably close to There's an hour. There's no way maybe someone more. could still be alive. Well, she wasn't, she was expired. You know, people like had, you know, because they uh, they wound up bringing her back to life. Yeah. So um, I, I pulled her out of the car and I handed her up uh, to emergency service, EMS, and EMS uh, revived her right there and, you know, took her to the hospital. Um, she lived for several months on her own. 
but there was other complications that must have set in. Because uh, yeah, your brain doesn't get oxygen, right? I mean, well, actually, your brain is getting oxygen. It's called the mammalian diving reflex, cold water. All right, it was April, and uh, the um, water temperature was probably still in the you know 40s. So it was cold water. Uh, and what it is, uh, mammalian diving reflexes, when you splash cold water on you, all right, your brain, it, it, that sends a signal to your brain, slow down and, you know, use less oxygen or whatever, you know, everything, all your, organ, all your organs slow down. Right. And being that her organs had stopped, all right, they were surviving, her brain her, and her organs were surviving off the oxygen left in her bloodstream. They actually feed off the oxygen. So, and that's, you know. Um, and how, how, about the, how about the father? Uh, the father got out. He was unable to get back in the car, and I understand. He said he attempted several times, and he couldn't get in. And, again, you know, even myself on, on uh, you know, on school board with a uh, tank and everything, I wasn't able to get in on the first, first attempt, went over to the other side, couldn't get in, came back again, and it took, um, you know, uh, you know, a bit of bit of strength. So, so he was able to swim out of the car. He was a, he was able to get out of the car. Now, when he opened the door, all right, as they were sinking, and he opened the door again, water pressure starting to push push right, it right. in. He, he you know he just said he was able to manage to you know get him get himself out. But when he tried to you know pull the door back open again, he couldn't. You know, and that's the water, you know, combination of water. If water was still rushing in, it was closing the door. Right, they show you those, like, um, on TV when a car submerges. And they show you that to open the door, the car has to be totally, the water has to be totally over your head. And then you can open the door because the pressure on the outside equals the pressure on the inside. Inside, correct. And you can open the door. But how scary is that? For a human being to have the water go over your head, and, oh no! Now I'll open the door. You know. It's, yeah, that's, exactly. It's that's you know, terrifying. it's not, it's not, it's it's not easy. And even like doing a dunk tank uh, and stuff like that, you know, uh, a lot of pilots have to train um, in, in a dunk tank. You know, they they put you in this uh, yeah. seat and they you know put you in, you know you go shooting into a pool and it flips you upside down and then you got to get out. You know. Get out. That's um, yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah. And you know, it, again, it, you know, especially with, with no mask on or anything else, it's. I not, had that you know, scene in um, uh, Officer and a Gentleman. I remember that with Richard Gere. Yeah, man, he was hot. He's um, an, did I just say that? He's um, an actor. <laughs> no, yeah, but they did that. The they real. had that scene where yeah. they flipped him over. Yeah, right. Or no, actually, it might have been um, Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun. They flipped him over in the water. One of the what? two movies. Uh, probably and then you're, then probably, you're in, probably yeah, the other one. Uh, I think I just recently saw a Top Gun, and I don't think the new one. Yeah, well, maybe not the new one. Isn't there a new one oh, coming Tom, out? Oh, with oh, Tom, okay. Cruise? Yeah. Tom Cruise? I think yeah, they yeah, just had a new one. Well, how about even the Navy SEAL training? Right. How they have their hands tied behind their back and their feet tied together, and they have to survive for I don't know how long yeah. it is. Right. And they do that by sinking to the bottom. And kicking themselves up and taking a deep breath and repeating that. Right. That's good. I mean, that's sick. Yeah. Right? I did yeah. that, but not in water. <laughs> then a bottle of scotch. <laughs> but how how long do they have to survive doing that? Oh, I, I don't know how how many hours they have that, but but that, that's uh, terrifying. That's, yeah, right? it's, oh yeah, it's you know. I mean, without your arms and your legs to kick and do it, you, you can't yeah. swim. You know. Well, again, after a while, you actually kind of start to develop a rhythm. You know, and I guess. Uh, you know, and once, like I said, once you calm down and you start getting in, you know, you get a rhythm down. I think or seals and, really learn what it's like to almost drown. I would. Uh, have, I would you, have, have you ever had an experience I, I, like that? I I haven't. Uh, well. 
I, I got uh, another time I got uh, fishing line monofilament stuck around my uh, my fin. I was only in about five feet of water. I tell people when I saw this, I go, you know, I almost drowned in five feet of water. So just, you know. So what we, happened? You got fishing would, line chapter on your fin. Yeah, uh, I was doing I was doing something uh, at a at a marina uh, next to uh, where a fishing boat pulls out, and I had to put a change of shackle or chain on something or whatever. And um, I had this tank. I just you know instead of switching all over, it was like maybe about seven eight hundred pounds of pressure, and I said, ah, you know just you know five five and a half feet of water, I could snorkel this if I wanted to, but I'm right. just going to throw the, the you know tank so but i had i had a full tank on a dock with me and everything and i just jumped in i jumped in without my knife attached um so i'm down here i'm changing and, and it, because i guess it was rusty or it gave me a little bit of a harder time so i went through the air and now i'm starting to feel like you know i'm drawing hard oh, and i'm like i just got a few more seconds i could do this you know and i'm like ah, if i have to i'll just pop up grab a breath of air and then come back down and finish the job well I get the shot. I get it. I get it done, and I go to pop up, and I'm not going up. And there's fishing line stuck around my fin. Oof. And I'm right next to the dock, but the dock is high enough I can't reach up and grab the side of the dock, pull myself up. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the tank on the dock, oh, and I'm sucking on the tank. I'm like, feel the inside of the tank wants to like crush because I'm. I'm drawing, trying to draw every little bit of that, and, and I'm, like, getting out of breath. You know, and the same thing, I'm I'm sitting there going, oh, this is going to look stupid. Professional diver drowns in five, five feet of water, water. you know. <laughs> uh, look at this idiot, you know. Yeah. His his full tank right there and his knife on a dock, you know, tangled on a, on a small piece of monofilament. You know, if you were out fishing and you got your line caught and mm-hmm. didn't want it to break, yeah, we would break in a second, you know. Yeah. But when they, when you want them to break, you know, you could, it feels like you could pull them, uh, you know, fifty yards and they're not breaking. And that's what I had is, you know, you got a piece of line. I mean, it's not breaking. Um, and you couldn't so just pop your fin off. It was like I said. It's you know, I'm already, I'm already out of breath. I need that. I need that air. Yeah. You know, I'm I gotta get you know. Mm-hmm. And again, this is where like you know couple things uh, made the difference of saying, just like you said, you know, how can I get to the dock if I could jump, all right? And that's what I did. I says, okay. I went back down. I pushed myself down into a crouch position and pushed like hell off the bottom, and I was able to get grab the edge of the dock and hold on. Wow. So it was just like I had the tip of my fingers on it, mm-hmm. and... And I just held on for a second. I pushed the side of the regular. I pushed the regular out of the side of my mouth uh, with my tongue, and I and I took a couple, of, you know, took a couple of breaths, and I just hung there till I caught my breath, wow. and everything got good. I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to do anything until I got, you know, got a little bit more strength. strength to- yeah. See, but you're you're an experienced diver, and you did a couple of things that you would probably you teach diving, right? No? I teach diving. You would probably tell people, don't ever do that. Always have your knife. Always, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, but, but, like, maybe we all well, get lackadaisical. Was, again, that and was, you know. Cops on patrol. Yes. Yeah. You get lackadaisical right. you get, sometimes. You do 100 car stops, maybe right. you get a little lackadaisical. You get complacent, you get yeah. caught. I tell, tell, tell the students that. And like I said, that was, uh, you know, that was in the, uh, you know, in the early 80s that it happened to me, you know. Right. And, um. And again, because you're in your mind, I could stalk this. You know, I could, you know, five, you know, used to going down like 40 feet, hanging out, grab lobster, shoot a fish, this at the L, didn't come up. So there's, you know, five and a half feet of water's butt. 
you know, didn't plan on it. And I tell people, you know, and they, they go, how come, how come this experience, what was experience? How did that happen? I go, get complacent. You get complacent. Just you get like caught. there's no routine cost up. No routine cost up. There's no routine no. dive either. No, no. <laughs> you know, and, and again, sure. it's, you know, when you get complacent. All of our police students out there, no routine cost up, no routine dive. I yeah. just thought I'd little, add that little teaching moment in this. Yeah. Right, Mike. Absolutely, yeah. and you know, and it's and you know, even even the car stops. You know, um, you learn even on the outside. You know, you, like I said, you know, you, you get complacent, and luckily you don't get you don't get caught. You you know, uh, your instincts and reactions uh, kicked in. You know, bailed you out of a, a problem. You know, something that could have been a problem. You can learn. You, know, the hard, you learn the hard way, right? You learn the hard way, and you can also use that on the outside. You know, and 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 the civilian side. Thing too. is, you could have paid. How long does it take somebody to, to get proficient at scuba diving? Feel comfortable. Some people could take a long time. Some people never get comfortable. But you know, uh, somebody is comfortable in the water. Um, you know, as far as getting a certification, getting through the training. Um, it's probably about you're gonna say you're gonna say maybe twelve to fifteen hours of book work, knowledge work, academics. So the three hour uh, cruise right. in the Bahamas. I mean, not in the Bahamas, but let's say in Costa Rica right now. That's not uh, gonna. That's that, not good enough. That that that, that is <laughs> what they call resource cost. It's enough to get you killed, you know. Um, but and, and, you know, and the people, other thing is, who's teaching you? You don't well, know who the hell's that, teaching again, you. Again, right? it's it's all about. What, what your comfort level is, and, you know, some people get down to, uh, you know, they take this little resort course, they get in the water, and now they're down 30 feet, and the instructor gets a little far from them a little bit, and they, all of a sudden it goes through their mind, like, oh, shit, I don't really know what I'm doing. What, what if this? What if? And they're breathing. Maybe, they, maybe they're feeling a little anxiety now, and breathing, you know, the breathing rate, uh, now, they're, now they're starting to feel like... Uh, I gotta actually pull a little bit to get some air. Is this normal? You know, then they start guessing. Is this normal? Is yeah, this what? Yeah. Is this what I'm supposed to feel? Well, that, that little cost didn't give you enough time to tell you what you really feel and what what. How how deep do you have to be before you can get what's known as as the bends? What is well, the bends? The bends is a, is a buildup of nitrogen in your body over an excessive amount of nitrogen in your body. Uh, the air we breathe is 21% oxygen, 79% nitrogen. Your body uses oxygen, doesn't use nitrogen, just brings it in as a carrier. So the more time you spend on the water, each breath you take, you're bringing in nitrogen, you're building up nitrogen. So um, to, to answer that question, uh, in... Uh, anything 35 feet and shallow where you go on what do we call a 35 foot dive table mm -hmm. uh, 35 foot dive table you have 205 minutes of time you can spend on the water without without having to do decompression all right so so uh, when you come up uh, and you say you've been under an hour you have to come up in increments right you have to come up at one foot per second right and they have um, if you've gone into what we call non you know you're doing a non-decompression dive mm -hmm. you didn't build up uh, an excessive amount of nitrogen so coming up at a regular um, a regular normal ascent at one foot per second uh, you do a 15 foot stop for three minutes just to let that excess nitrogen get out, you know, a little bit of more nitrogen get out of you. All right. Cause so before you're out of the water, you're coming up. You're coming you up. You have to stop somewhere on the way up and stay there for three minutes? Right. Right. It's called a safety stop. 
And if you're doing a new, if you're in a new and he's depression, just normally at just that place, normal. just waiting right. for this right. nitrogen to right. get out of you. Now that's and that's the difference between a, a decompression dive and a non-decompression dive is uh, it's uh, the safety step is recommended, not required. Where when you bring in too much nitrogen in your body, it's required. You're going to get bent, you know. Um, so but let's again, just say that happens. Let's say you come up and you didn't decompressorize. What, what happens bent. to you? Okay, so the nitrogen the nitrogen forms bubbles in your bloodstream, all right? And it can cause problems from, uh, you know, any anywhere from a skin skin rash to, uh, you know, a bubble uh, that traps. It, it uh, could know. kill you, right? Yeah, exactly. It could kill you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Depending on how, you know. How deep uh, you were how, and how long. How much nitrogen, how yeah. fish came up and. And, uh, and then there's know. a thing called the decompression chamber. They could put you in if they know that's what happened to you. Right. right? Yep. And they recompress you and put you on oxygen to dilute the uh, nitrogen. Okay. See, all of us non-divers, we don't know this this stuff. Yeah. Then, I know nothing about it. Now, Mike, you you own a dive shop on City Island, right? Yes. So you want to tell us Cap- about that? Yeah, it's I'll Captain- come by and visit you. I just went to eat yeah. there the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it's Captain Mike's Diving in City Island. Uh, I have the uh, have the shop uh, almost 30 years now. So you take people out? We take people out. We do the dive training. Wow. Give them training anywhere from. Who, who, to be, who to be better trained by an oh, yeah, NYPD yeah, I mean, I was trust somebody. That's I unbelievable, you. right? Yeah. It's like being taught how to fly by Sully Sullenberger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It really is. It's I'm not. Yeah, listen, I'm not a risk taker. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't make it this far. I'm Five feet of water. <laughs> I, I got 52 a years old. I, I, I didn't make it this far by being a risk taker. He wants five feet of water. We can put you in his speedo. And he I, wants to bring his knife into five yeah. feet of water in case he runs into some blood. I don't know how I'm going to die. You know? I'm, I, yeah. I tell you, I don't know how I'm going to die, but I know a hundred ways I'm not going to die. Yeah, exactly. You know, people always ask me, you know, is that is that knife, uh, you know, to protect you from a shock? And it's like, no. How big uh, a fish do you see down there? Oh, I've, I've been, I, I've, I've actually gone diving with great whites, you know. Wow. But, but the knife is, uh, you know, you tell, you know, they ask you, is the knife protect us, you know, come across a shock? And it's like, no. You stab your buddy and swim like hell. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be the fastest. That's you just right. can't be the slowest <laughs> <That's> swimmer. Right. <laughs> again, here we go with that copy. That's, oh, right. yeah. That's why people listen to us. <laughs> yeah. you know? But over here in the where, where you were working, um, yeah. well, did you see any big fish down there? No. 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 Actually, uh, uh, are there any fish down there? Uh, yeah, and actually, <laughs> one time I was uh, we, we, when you were talking over by a story park in Hell's Cove. There, um, we were doing a dive. Uh, we were looking for a gun. It was like in March, April, something like that. And uh, the first uh, the first set of depth we got to was about twenty five feet. And and for some reason, a vis- there was visibility that day. It had to be like ten foot of visibility. And as soon as I dropped down, there had to be like a four pound flounder. I was like a huge flounder. I'm like, wow, this is like like what they talked about Quincy Mass flounders years ago, you know. And um, you know, and so he he scoots off, and uh, we continue to dive, and then it was really cool that the rock dropped off down to like fifty feet, you know, uh-huh. like a big rock ledge, and it was like that was like really really cool, you know, like having a little bit of visibility and just yeah. sliding down a rock ledge in the East River, you know, uh-huh. fifty yeah, foot, you know, great, yeah. all, you know, right off Hell's Gate, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's, you know, a bunch of years ago there was a big uh, rescue. Right off of City Island, where some idiots went out on like a rowboat, like three yeah, kids. Yeah, four kids. Four kids. Four yeah. kids, yeah. And, and it wasn't even They wound up drowning, right? Yeah, all four, all four wound up drowning. And um, yeah, the family called me the next morning, and um, 
you know, by that time, Harbor and school was involved all, all night and everything. You were retired um, already? I was retired already, and the family wanted me to get involved. And, you know, again, as you know, um, you know, Retire, you know. You know when you're it, on the job, you're a guest. When you're off the job, you're a pest. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, and <laughs> um, you know. Again, it's 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 under investigation. You know, right, right, so right. it's an active investigation. I can't be on it. I can't do anything with. It. But you know, try and tell that to, try and explain that to a grieving family. family. Yeah, they yeah. just didn't understand it. Like, but you know, and the same thing would be. You know, a lot of times we'd be on a job and people come over and go, "Hey, I'm a scuba diver. You want some help?" No. You know, right, exactly. you know there, I don't know what your level of skill is. You yeah, know, I don't yeah. know who you are. Right. You know. I got it. But wait, you, know. you, you know, you were a detective, so you're obviously <laughs> part. You're, you're, what you were, um, and what you're doing down there is part of an investigation. Absolutely. And when you come up, you know, you have to give your, I guess, uh, assessment. Yeah. assessment assessment of what yeah, what exactly. the way you what? feel this happened. Right. And a lot of times, you probably you might even be uh, basically. They, Telling you, you gotta, what happened in the homicide. Yeah, you know, and um, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, because you, you could put, have a witness that's still alive, and right. they're telling you a different yeah. story. But yeah, no, that's well, not the way it Mike, happened. In that situation, it seemed like the the family was trying to blame everyone else but the kids' actions for what had occurred. And I, no, I don't think they were. Correct trying me to blame, if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah no, I don't the think story. they were trying to blame. Um, you know, they were frustrated. Just you know, they really, really frustrated because you know they want things to happen. And and, and again, you and I know what investigation we're, what we're doesn't at, happen quickly. It, that's for it, sure. it doesn't happen quickly. They got to wait. You know, they got to investigate. And, and a lot of times, you know, you know, they're looking at you know the families. You know, saying this is what happened. PD's investigating. These kids run away. They playing you know whatever you know. Um, so, I mean, really, I mean, they weren't looking at it really that way. But, again, it's, you know, you can't rule everything out. And, again, was, you know, is there, you know, there's four kids. Was there was there a harm? Was there foul play? Right. You know, uh, it was just an unfortunate thing that, you know, uh, they got four kids that, uh, you know, got and involved. And as I recall, real... aviation couldn't find them initially, right? They couldn't find the boat. Well, it was pulled. it was blowing northwest. I mean, I remember the night vividly because uh, I only had to run, uh, you know, ten feet from uh, my my car to the, the the front door, and it was so cold. I just remember saying to myself, "I remember the nights being on a boat this cold. These nights, man, I don't miss it. I'm right, glad, right. and and I feel bad for any any anybody working on a on a water out there tonight, you know." Um, so when I got news the next day about what happened, I just, you know, I kind of shook my head and like, holy Christ. And I couldn't believe that they could actually even get as far as they did, you know, with everything because somebody had to stand in the water to push them off, off. Right, right. Because the boat was so small with that amount of weight in it, you know, they were ground, you know. There was no way of them stepping into the boat. Not be aground and then push themselves off, you know. Were, um, were they going somewhere, or they just? They, were, they were going. They were going. They were going to go out to Hart Island, you know. And Hart uh, Island uh, is where they uh, bury all the John Doe's and Jane Doe's and you know Potter's Field right, and right. stuff like that. And what they were planning they were to drunk? do again? Uh, I think there was uh, drugs, alcohol, and other things. Uh, you know. But, so so uh, you're saying you, you know, think they got pushed off, pushed uh, off ashore, and. How just, far was the other island that they wanted to go to? It's like a quarter mile, you know. Oh, so it's, it's not, not far, but uh, it's not far. But it was you know, doomed because of the weight inside a small boat. Uh, 
I can't believe the boat didn't. You know, it, they, the there was yeah. there was not much room. I mean, like one person in that dinghy, you know, on a night like that, uh, there was. But you're saying much it room. was cold, so even if they were intoxicated and you're just doing it for a goof, you could see the island that you're going to float to, and if worst case scenario, we just jump out and swim there. It was so well, cold, you wouldn't be able to do you that. You would now. You wouldn't. And, and and again, it was so cold. You know, I can't believe they actually, from the time they. Took the boat off land. They had some. One of the kids had to go home and get get a set of oars, you know. And then they, they I don't know, they carried the boat like a half a block to the water or something. And uh, you know, again, it was. You, you do know. stupid things when you're drunk and high. You know? Yeah, you know. And yeah, but it wasn't a. It wasn't a like a, a flash decision either. This was like somebody had to go home and get the oars, like you said. They would think it. They just waited. Right. We're going to do, do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. The the rationale. There was no rationale, and you know, and and I think, you know, uh, at the point when one of the kids had called nine one one. You know, and they knew they were, you know, and this kid would probably at this time maybe snapped out of it a little bit yeah, and said, trouble, yeah. you know, oh shit, you know, and, um, you know, but you know, right How after. How many that, years ago was this? I, I remember. Ten years ago. Ten years maybe ago. Maybe more. Yeah. You know, speaking of stuff like that, like, uh, like homicides on the water or investigation takes you into the water, you know, I, I, this might sound dumb, but I'm always, I was fascinated by uh, the Natalie Wood murder. Right. Well, the, uh, her right. death. And since you know you're an investigator and you were you were a scuba guy, what, what was your feeling on that? Well, first of all, um, I don't I, I don't have enough in what was her real information. Natalie, Natalie Wood, yeah, um, uh, Bob, uh, Robert uh, Wagner, Robert, Robert Wagner, Robert Wagner, Wagner, yeah. Um, and what's his name was on the boat too? The, the Christopher Walken, Christopher Walken, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, without having a lot of uh, you know. Inside information and stuff like that, and again, you know how things were handled, and you know Hollywood's another another thing in itself. I don't have to tell you, you know, a lot of guys got to pass uh, just because of who they were and what. Yeah, I you mean, know. look, they don't always. That's a case that's been investigated though, uh, often, yeah, at least ten, lot, twenty times. When a lot of time goes people. by in a case like that, how you know how successful are you going to be? But I'm just saying, like, as, you, you know? know, somebody used to dive and stuff like that. What's the, the first thought in your head? Because you've probably seen a lot of those. Or investigated a few homicides like that, and you well, know, peeked into a, a couple of more. All right. Well, f the first thing is, uh, if I remember, they found her floating. Correct. Yeah, I don't remember. What, yeah, I don't, was, I don't remember. Okay, so, I, I read the book too, but I don't remember that part. Okay, I understand. Uh, you know, again, it's you know the same thing. It's just things going back that I, mm -hmm. you know, I found her floating. Um, when somebody drowns, okay, they sink. Your air is a natural. Um, like inflation device, yeah, like, a, yeah. like a balloon, a basketball, try and put your basketball in the water. Right. It pops up. You right? sink, and then the gases are going to so, rise you up. Well, no, the gases are after the fact when you start decomposing. But if you have 90% of the time, if you have a uh, full breadth of air, you'll, fo you'll float above at the surface. Not all, you know. And when you exhale, you go down. Right. Okay. When people drowned... All right, their their lungs are aspirated. All right, exhaled and they've ingested water, water. and they've coughed, they choked, so there's no air in their lungs, and they and they sink. All right, but most of the time, if somebody's been killed, murdered uh, beforehand, they wind up floating. A lot of times, they wind up floating unless they, again they they weigh them down and stuff. All right, mm -hmm. so um, again, 
the you know there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you got to kind of think of you know and they're saying oh she must have slipped fell hit her head on the swim right. platform mm-hmm. then fell in so she was dead you know beforehand you know, so there's a lot of unanswered questions that you know it I could also I just have. be a lot of alcohol and yeah. uh, maybe she, she was by herself and yeah and it's, slipped it's, and fell in the way it could happen you know anything anything could have happened yeah. you know, it could have you know you know out in Montauk about two or three years ago this guy was out on his huge yacht just him and his wife mm-hmm. and his wife fell over. And it wasn't a homicide. It was an accident. Right. And they, I don't know if they, if they ever, they must have found her eventually. But I just thought, like, that's weird because the water is unforgiving. You fall in the water and, and there's no one sees you. Yeah. yeah. yeah the boat just keeps going. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it always surprises me that people that can't swim go in the water. I, I would never go in the water. If I couldn't swim, I wouldn't go in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of people that uh, can't swim. Especially the ocean or a lake. I would go in a pool where I can control it slightly. But, um, you know, speaking of that Staten Island and the... the, the, You mentioned earlier the Italians and getting rid of... What about the mafia? You said they used the water poorly. Oh, yeah. I mean, they use the water. You're saying they use it poorly. All right. So, uh, again, you know... um, even like Greg, Greg, uh, Greg's a state trooper. Another one that we did was um, uh, we had a missing New York state trooper um, case, and um, he was shot and killed upstate, put in his car, driven down to New York City, and his car driven into the this water. This was what? No, he was off duty at. When no, he was no, he was on, was on yeah, duty. He, he, yeah, he, he, he responded to a call. Uh, I believe it was like a family dispute or something. And when he showed up to the door, the husband shot shot him, uh, dragged him into the house. This is after the fact that we got you know the, the story from the wife and uh, one of the guys that was accomplice to putting him in the car and sure. um, shot him. They uh, rolled him up on a carpet and put him in the trunk of his car and drove him down to New York City. And and this again, this was before cell phones. Um, and they got lost. They one the the fellow that was driving the trooper car um, got lost uh, lost his uh, the guy that was going to pick him up and drive him back, and he sent the car in the water. So they had information that the car went you know they sent him in the water. So we were diving for about two weeks all around uh, you know the five boroughs where possibly cars could go in the water. We had no information where, but every area we knew that cars go in the water, we would search that area. Uh, and then uh, during the investigation, they found out the individual um, that put the car in the water had worked at the sewer treatment plant down uh, down off Randall's Island there uh, by Hellgate. You right, know, right. so we started uh, diving there, and and the investigators said to us, they go, oh, by the way, uh, if you come across a 1977 Lincoln Continental with jersey plates and this number. Um, we suspect this individual killed this guy too, and put his car, you know, like whatever. So, <laughs> and, and, and if, car, if you see Jimmy Hoffa down right, there yeah, too, we'll take that. That too. was ex- that was pretty much exactly the so same it, thing. Are you saying it looks and, like a parking lot down there? Yes, <laughs> and and that 1977 Lincoln Continental with the jersey plates. The first <laughs> we came across that car, we pulled it up. Wow! And and the individual's uh, remains were in a trunk with the bullet still in the skull. Wow. Um, and then a little bit further out. Uh, we came across the trooper's car, and we pulled it out. Um, so I wasn't even kidding. That's not even a joke, man. No, it's no, like no. a parking lot down no, there. No, it was. And um, uh, by by this point in the in the investigation, uh, the individual that shot the trooper was uh, was dead. Uh, 
they uh, found him hanging in a tree. You know, yeah. um, you know, called it a you suicide. You kill someone but, in law enforcement. Uh, it's yeah. not good publicity for the, for the mob. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think the mob got him before uh, yeah. before anybody else. Uh, you know, I always uh, remember the guy who killed that uh, DE agent, uh, that guy Gus Constable Farachi. Right. Remember right. him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We and he was like, we... he was jacked. He was like yeah. a steroid monster. Right, right. And it was the whole city. Every cop in the city had his picture. Right. And they they wanted him bad. Right. And sure enough, the mob got to him first and, and whacked him. I remember him that. Yeah. What was that got... case? He killed the, was it uh, Everett DEA, Hatcher? Uh, or... Yeah, yeah. Um, he killed the DEA agent. And yeah. um, it was like, we want this guy bad. His picture, that was when cops could be cops. You right, know? yeah. They handed his picture, it's dead or alive, this guy's coming in. Yeah. And they had a picture of him. He was he was like making a muscle pose, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, he was probably in his in his cell at uh, Rikers or some upstate facility. Yeah. But uh, sure enough, the mob got to him before the police got him. Yeah. Yep. Which saves the, yeah. saves the taxpayers that a name, lot of that money. That name sounds yeah. familiar. Gus Ferracci, Constable Gus Ferracci. I yeah. always remember that guy's name. Yeah. It's probably from Staten Island. It's from Staten Island. Yeah, that's where we recovered. We recovered the gun in Staten Island. You know, because they had information. I'm just picturing that, going, like putting the school yeah. gear down, and you go down there, and it's just nothing but cars. And you yeah, know, Mike, there's actually majors in Southern colleges, like in Florida, forensic underwater um, investigation. Yeah, yeah they, 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 I they mean, how them. much do you really do of that, though? You know, I mean, we're to have like a college major. It's probably got to be a cool major, right? Well, yeah, for instance, uh, you know, it's pretty cool and stuff. And there's, uh, there's these other uh, training agencies. They, you know, uh, train, um, uh, uh, you know, volunteer fire departments. This, that, the other. Any ships down there? Any ships down there? You see yeah. boats down there, too? Oh, yeah. You ever come across yeah. of a, a, like a chest full of gold and, and jewelry well, I, and stuff? I, I, all kind of side <laughs> That's how he opened that. up his right. dive shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And actually, uh, all kind of side I am uh, involved in that. Uh, the Treasure HMS diving? Husser in... Uh, the what? In Hellgate. The HMS Husser. It's a it? British payroll ship that sunk in Oh, so you in, go uh, down Hellgate. there and you yeah. dive down there? And We're looking for it. Oh, you, you don't know. know where it is? Oh, we got ideas. Uh, oh, but uh, it's been... Could you give me a map? Could you throw up some map? I'm going to publicize it on police. a couple of investors. Yeah, we need map on my chest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Here's the map. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, so you still do some high high risk type diving then, right? Yeah, you know, we're um, I'm slowing down on it a bit, uh, but yeah, we we you know we're doing some uh, you know deep diving. This, diving, this, diving this, this is a young man's game diving, I would imagine. Well, you right? get called for the most part. It's it, uh, the some of the more adventurous, the more uh, challenging dives, the young man's game. Yeah. You know, I and can as see you the get movie over, already. The, open, right. the, the trailer for the movie is How come he's on a little do? boat like this <laughs> on, up up here, and you know he's got a beer and he's just fooling around. And next thing you know, he gets that call: "We need you." Yeah. So the, the helicopter <laughs> yeah. lands. He throws on the. Thing. I mean, this stuff yeah. is fascinating, right? Yeah. How come Hollywood they never did, did, the, a, movie? We did do a trailer? Uh-huh. Well, How come yeah. they never did a movie about you know harbor detectives and yeah. scuba divers? They always divers, include them yeah. in the movies, but they never yeah, right. really get their their right. moment to shine. There's yeah. never been right. like they um, don't. Hey, yeah, I've always I've gotten quite a few calls from uh, you know writers and stuff right. like that. But it, I guess it doesn't it does just doesn't. Uh, you can't build the whole story. Yeah, you know. it's a part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah they the, want to talk to the homicide detective. You know. Yeah, we yeah. got you. Got to figure out a way to get some girls in the unit. Are there any yeah. female divers? No. 
Uh, there was, uh, again, the physical, the physical part is usually what knocks, knocks them out. And it's, you know, again, it's, you know, when I, when I tried out for the team, it was 40 guys that tried out and only five made the physical mm-hmm. part of it. All right. Like I said, that's, that's an area, you know what, you don't, you don't want, you can't, you can't jeopardize or really change. 100 will the... test today, but yeah. only three for the Green Beret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I understand it was a couple of girls that came very, very close. and you know, It's I not know. a pretty job, I'll be honest with you. Now that I've heard, um, obviously, it takes, uh, like you said, physically, you have to, and you have to have a love for the water on top of that. You have to have all these, this training and, and comfort underneath uh, another type of environment. It's a different way to, me, I was always looking, I didn't, like I watched the TV movies, right? On the TV shows and, and the regular movies, and they always... You'll always see that that one scene where all the detectives are walking in the water, yeah, in like their their suits, right. I'm like, who's doing that? Yeah, yeah. You ever see him wading through like a, like a small lake yeah. looking for revenue? I'm yeah. like, get the fuck yeah, out of here! Yeah, just buy another pair of shoes. Really? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm going in my uniform allowance. You know, going in and getting wet. What am yeah. I going to do the rest of the day? Yeah. That's what I'm going to They actually sick. had a great scuba story up here, right near where I live on Route 100. Uh, it was a famous case where this lawyer from Chappaqua shot and killed his wife, and he tossed the gun into a lake there. And the state okay. police scuba divers, right? Yeah, they smartly dove where they saw the spent shells. Right. And if you figure, well, that's where he's going to throw the gun. Sure enough, he threw the gun. I don't know, maybe four or five feet of water. Yeah. And they recovered the gun. And that's yeah. really, we talk about the smoking gun. Yeah. That's why he got convicted. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes even in the lawyers, whatever they are, they're not the smartest either sometimes. You know, they, no. No, you know. And that's the best part about it. You know, people think, you know, it's all in the water. It's it's gone. It's right, gone right, forever, right. you know. Right. Uh, but the, uh, the lab used to hate us because, you know, we'd be looking for a gun and we'd come up with about 10. You know, <laughs> yeah, and we're like, guns, okay, guns. here's 10 more. A lot of people dumping they're their like, guns. Leave them. <laughs> <laughs> We're not so, interested in them. So there's nothing but guns and cars down there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Guns, <laughs> cars, bodies, bodies, cars, and guns. It's unbelievable. And then there's always that body, the, the body parts floating up, like in, in the bags. Yeah. They, throw the, they also throw the body part. Yeah. They throw it in a plastic bag, throw it in the water, and then yeah, they wash yeah. up on shore. Uh, well, yeah. Getting back and talking talk about body parts, uh, it was another one that, like you say, you know, that the sick, demented uh, stories and practical, jo- and practical jokes we play. <laughs> it was, uh, well, we get a call from the 9 detectives. Um, uh, they had a homicide. A drug dealer went bad. And um, they cut the guy up and put different parts of his body in different burrows. And they still hadn't recovered his right hand. So you're and still his looking head. for the head? And the head. <laughs> so the head, uh, the uh, one of the guys involved, they got caught. Uh, they, you know, when they cut his head off, they put it in a plastic bag and they put it in a box, wrapped the box with duct tape, and they dropped it off the Metropolitan Avenue Bridge over to Newtown Creek. So we're diving, we're looking for it. It's a rainy, overcast day, and um, boat just like this, just like we're sitting at the table here. And. Um, I do two dives, and um, next team goes in and doing dives. And while I'm on the inflatable boat looking around, doing a surface search, see if this thing popped, I come across a box. Looks like it's got blood on it, duct tape. So I bring it back to the to the boat for recovery, you know, call them on when we got uh, possible recovery of evidence. So we're sitting there, and while we were doing that, one of the guys climbed off the boat, went up the string piece, and went to one of the roach coaches, all right? Um, and he comes back and he's got a box full of, you know, coffees, donuts and stuff. And that sick demented light bulb in my head goes off. 
<laughs> and I'm looking at mine. I, I'm still sitting in my drive suit, you know, with everything, and I take everything. I'm taking everything out of the box. Guys looking at me, and I go, I, I take my, uh, you know, hands, and I and I make, I put it around my neck, and I measure up to my neck, and I put my hand on the box. I go, draw that circle. I draw the circle. I take my dive knife, and I cut the circle out, and I slit the box, and I put the box on my, my head. Uh-huh. So now it looks like my head is in a box. Uh-huh. All right? And I go down into the engine room, uh-huh. and I pop that hatch open right there. Uh-huh. And I stand up on the engine, and they from the outside, now they put the box back on my head, and it looks like a head in a box on a deck of the boat. <laughs> and now they, take, now they take ketchup, and they put it on my face. They put a plastic bag on my head. Now I don't know what 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 who the guy was they killed or black Hispanic whatever but here they got we got this head on the deck all right and while they're while they're doing all this putting a plastic bag on it the 90 squad shows up oh shit all right and so I'm I'm listening to them and I have my eyes open just a squint so I could see through my eyelashes all right and they're, and they're, they're saying to the guy yeah yeah we're not a real pretty sight and they're going oh okay they're like you want to see it and the guy they're like yeah so they lift the bag up off my head like about halfway off my head and i'm just squinting through my eyes and there's two de- two detectives standing there and one of them big heavy sad black detective and he's got this big fat stogie in his mouth and he's looking at me like this head does like what? Like this? What? Uh, you know? Like he's looking. He's got this puzzled look on his face. And this does not match, or something. Like what is with this? And as he's puffing on his stogie, he's leaning over. And now he's he's standing on a string piece. The boat's a few feet down, so he's not really gonna. And he's looking. He's looking. As soon as I see he can't bend anymore, I jump. Open oh my, my eyes God. and I scream. Oh, I go, Rah! <laughs> <laughs> He nearly swallowed a cigar. All right, he's clutching his heart. He's falling back. You know, um, we really did. We thought we gave him a heart attack. You know, his partner, his partner's rolling around on the, on the ground. And you know, and it, 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 thank God. God he got the trench coat on. and couldn't get to his gun because he I don't know. If he, he was trying to figure out do I clench my heart or reach for my gun? You know, and he couldn't do both at the same time, so he went for the heart. You know. That's great. Um, um, and uh, yeah, we we uh, we rattled that. That's that, sto- man. that story went around the world, and, and this is again way before cell phones. And uh, right, just right. imagine, like you know, guys going back, couldn't wait to get back to the I'll squad. Be taking pictures. Oh, uh, they go, they went back to the squad, and like, oh, you gotta hear this. And uh-huh. that went through that. That went through all the squads within a matter of days. And a year later, I had a, I had a, uh, an Australian cop. We were doing a VIP, and he and he says, "I heard this story. I was wondering if it was true." I said, "Not only is it true, but it was me that did it." You know, you know. That's uh, great. That's excellent. <laughs> I, I do have a picture of the head, my head in the box. Cop, I cop yeah, humor yeah. is the best, right? You post that up. Cop humor is the oh, best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get that All right, so well, wow, wow, man, we did it, man. We yeah. uh, that 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 hour went by quick too. I don't even know if it's an hour, but we're getting close to the end here. I'm just trying to think. Is there a lot of money to be made as a as a scuba diving uh, diving instructor? Uh, well, uh, you, Can you know do, what? Make a nice living doing that. It's it's a Seasonal it's a work? fun 
it you know again it it's 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 more fun than uh, you know make uh, making uh, making the money you know mm-hmm. you got it's like everything else you know people ask me that you have and they a, go you have a you passion have to, for it you grew you up gotta, on the water. yeah you know again it's, people ask me can you make money I go it's like everything else you got to put you got to put the effort in right. you know? did your dad get you started with the, with the no diving? I just you know um, I just like I said I lived close to the water my dad was fisherman I like being on boats my brother was into boats and fishing too and you know. Um, I just had you. You live in the Bronx. I, I live in the Bronx. Yeah, and I'm I'm still up in Throgsneck. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you're in Throgsneck. I'm uh, in Country Club. Yeah. Okay. I'm in Locust Point right now. All and, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna stop by your place. Yeah. And yeah, yeah Country I'm Club's right. got the same as uh, Staten Island. A lot of those. Uh, yeah. Disappearing <laughs> ads. People wind up. Uh, yeah, 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 It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing how many yeah. people just use the wa- like the water. Like keep your like friends close, but your enemies closer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just it just yeah. throw everything in there. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny that you say that because uh, you know a lot of times when I had the dive gear in the back of my truck, I'd pull up, you know, and uh, there was a gas station. I pulled into one day, and I'm I'm fueling up, and the guy at the gas station looks over. He goes, well, "What's that?" I said, "It's a weight belt." Weight belt. I go, yeah, you know, I'm a diver. It's what, you know, makes Makes me sink. sink. Uh huh. Goes, you you saw those? Uh (laughs) (laughs) I got some work to do this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) That could come in here. Where do I find those? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get those online. Belgian blocks are cheaper. (laughs) Sal, get your phone out. Google (laughs) weight belts. Belgian block and a chain is much cheaper. (laughs) But uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's and the same thing, you know. I get that fifty-fifty, uh, you know, thing where you know a couple comes in, you know, one couple will be like, "Oh, I'll pay you extra, you bring them back," you know. And I get the other one, "How much is it going to cost not to bring them back?" You know. <laughs> so, Mike, man, did you have a good time with us? Oh, we had a ball, you know. Oh, it's a good God. time, you know. Uh, it's always good to have a lot of laughs, and Absolutely. you know, like I said, the the, the humor, and uh, well, I, was, I don't know if those guys. I'm amazed could... at that. That you know, yeah. we never ever met before any of us. Right? Yeah, uh, we have. Well, met, we haven't met you, but it's. Yeah. You know, the only time I ever came across uh, Harbor was a 9/11. They they picked us up from um, a place where I guess you could pick us up uh, on the yeah. east side in the 90s. Yeah, over there, and they 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 brought us all the way down and around. Battery there. Well, well, we went to Jersey, the Hoboken. They set okay. up a triage center yeah. over there for all the people that they thought were going to be injured. Was, was the Clambroth House still open then? What's it? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't know. You don't know. know. There you go. You know. Hey, today's nine ten. Tomorrow's nine yeah. eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Unbelievable a, that it's eighteen years ago. That we're on this, and I remember we were all lined up like on the back of one of these boats, like this, holding yeah. on as we went down and around the Horn of Manhattan. Right. And then uh, somehow we we got to Hoboken and yeah, you know we always these boats. it's always amazing to us the goodwill uh, that was directed towards cops and firemen and yeah. first responders uh, in nine eleven as compared to now these people yeah. have forgot what we did for them right you know and look we don't want everyone patting us on the back every day but don't forget three hundred forty three firemen died right. that day twenty three NYPD and uh, also a bunch, I don't know the exact number, Port Authority, but right. no one hesitated to go into those buildings. You guys you know? didn't have to go to too many details, though, right? Like parades and stuff? Um, no, you, you know, you get detailed once in a sense. while. You know, some of it was overtime and different things. What do you do with and, the uh, tank and the flippers we when did, you're uh, uh, yeah, on the you, football? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you kept them, they kept it uh, close by. But, you know, we also did a lot of... Um, 
You know, we'd go to a lot of the different shows. We'd do demonstrations, you know. Yeah. Uh, we'd go to the different places to, you know, family day, scuba demonstrations, stuff like that, you know. See, where's they your, never had your, your guys... shop again. Before we go, where's your shop? It's on uh, the City it, Island? It's City Island, yep. 530 City Island Avenue, Captain Mike's Diving. Captain Mike's you know? Diving. If anybody's yeah. out there and right. you want to get some lessons, I, I can't imagine a person I, I would trust more. <laughs> he promoted himself from detective to captain in his yeah. in his private life. You yeah, that? well, no, yeah, the captain. The captain That's came funny first. though because when you have first, yeah. when you have a captain, let's say you had a lieutenant come on the boat. Technically, he's your boss, a detective, but um, when he comes on the we, boat, you're the yeah. captain. We, d- yeah, we did. That was the that was the weird thing about it is we had to say over chiefs and everything uh, the final the final say, you know, um, and. Not many of them, you know, they all res- a lot of them respected it. Some of them would get uh, a little bit of testy, but, you know, again, it also how how you how you portrayed it. Some of the guys used to, like, you know, love to, like, throw that at them, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, uh, you know, even if, you, you know, even if you had the final say, you know, don't don't put it in their face and whatever. But, yeah. you know, be, you no, know. No, but a good boss will, will take back seat to someone as right, an expert exactly. in what they do, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, uh, Bill, any parting words? It was great to meet Mike. Uh, as I said, I, I'm always uh, amazed, and not amazed, but I expect it. But how easily we speak to each other because we have this this uh, brotherhood, yeah. being a cop, and you know, and it's and I never met anyone that was a scuba diver or anyone f- that was in harbor for that matter. Yeah. And I know now that I know and I met you, I know your balls were dipped in butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we kept that for the lobsters. Come on. <laughs> And you well, know, you know, again, we never got to uh, you know how I how I got to the scuba team. That's right. You know? yeah. And uh, well, you'll you know, have to come back well, for well, another yeah, episode. I guess so yeah, there we go. We're going to extend you know, an invitation was, on September 21st, which is a Saturday night. We're going to be in yeah. Pleasantville uh, at a place called Lucy's Lounge, and we're going to be doing a podcast there, live one, followed yeah. by a comedy show that Bill and I will be performing okay. on, as well as so our is, engineer Andrew, okay. who's a very funny comedian as well. We'd love to have you there. Uh, if, uh, unfortunately, if the twenty first, I already have something. We uh, started a uh, oyster reef restoration project in uh, City Island, mm-hmm. and the twenty first is uh, actually the first major fundraiser uh, going out. To well, it we'll and, definitely uh, have we'll you come out. back on the show. Yeah, exactly. Was, you know, this yeah, was fascinating. Uh, you know, I really, really enjoyed it. It was, uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, like I said, so much was, for your time. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. I think uh, I think our guests. Are oh, shout out gonna... to Greg Porteous for letting us use Launch Five to record this. Uh, Greg Porteous has a, his own story. He could probably be a guest one day. Yeah, a retired state trooper. He's a he's a huge supporter of police. This boat serves as a coast guard auxiliary up and down the Hudson River. Yeah, he's still made in service, numerous, right? Every yeah. once in a while, it goes out. Yep. He's yep. made lots yeah. of saves. He saved a lot of people's lives That's on great, this river. Great. So. Yeah. Well, Greg, thanks for having us on the boat here. And from Police Off the Cuff, Mike, thanks for coming by. Mike Carew. Oh, you're welcome. Yep. And Bill, once again, I think we did a, we did a pretty good job today, this right? This was great. I'm, I'm starting to feel the boat a little bit now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's moving a little bit. Getting seasick? Yeah, I'm not well, I'm a land guy, man. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> what I used to tell people about seasickness, uh, you know, uh, saying what's the best remedy. And I, I would tell them uh, you take two raw eggs, break them open in a, in a glass, <laughs> uh-huh. drink them down. And you got to bite the yolk when they go down. Uh-huh. And then take a teaspoonful of mayonnaise. Is chaser after yeah, that. That's gonna make you uh, sick without it. Look at him, he's turning green already. <laughs> oh man, just a total. All right, well, on behalf of Police Off the Cuff, I just want to say uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we are in the tour. All right. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.